in the middle of the night, Governor Whitmer and the and, and the legislature passed a new no-fault act, which screwed up everything for you, the consumer, and is gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars more for the dirty insurance companies. Joining us this morning is Mike Morse and Corey's Top Dirty. Mike Morse. Mike Morse is in here to tell us about the backpack giveaway. We are adapting, adapting, change things up a little bit every year. Hi, I'm Mike Morse. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic. Today we are focused on Michigan's no-fault law. Michigan's no-fault law has been around since the early 1970s and has been a beacon of light in the no-fault insurance scheme throughout the country until last year. In the middle of the night, Governor Whitmer and the, and, and the legislature passed a new no-fault act, which screwed up everything for you, the consumer, and is gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars more for the dirty insurance companies. So something is changing on July 1st, 2020, and that's why we're here. That's why I brought an expert in the no-fault law, Mark Mendelson, who's here at the Mike Morse Law Firm. He's been here for how many years? 17. 17 years, he's been an attorney for almost 25 years. Before he worked here, he worked for the dirty, dirty insurance companies. Uh, actually one, State Farm, and I saved them and uh, brought them over to the good side, didn't I, Mark? Yes, you did, Michael. So we've been enjoying helping over 25,000 people navigate the no-fault system until right now. The governor, in, in backroom dealings last year, uh, signed a very horrific bill in my opinion that's going to cost our clients lots of uh, problems it's going to make the insurance companies rich and people are going to be having a choice very very soon coming into their mailboxes and i want you to explain for them what they're going to see and then we're going to talk about you know why they should pick what they should pick so starting july 1st the insurance companies are gonna start selling what we call purchase coverages, step-down policies, and there's many different coverages. But I think what we have to do is we have to go back and look at what the law is right now. So under Michigan's no-fault law, when you're involved in an automobile accident, with some very few exceptions, you are entitled to no-fault benefits, which are wage loss for three years, Household services, which is a minimal benefit, help around the house, chores, things like that. But the real benefit of the No Fault Act has always been the third benefit. And that is anything for an individual's care, recovery, or rehabilitation as long as it's related to the automobile accident. And in, in, in the last, uh, since we've been practicing almost 30 years, both of us, is there any caps uh, today on that portion of the coverage. That's really why it's been so beneficial is because there's no caps and we see catastrophic injuries where people literally would be declaring bankruptcy, going broke. Uh, if it wasn't for the great law that we have in place, which is only gonna be in place for a couple more days. Absolutely. And the unlimited portion of it, I hope that people who aren't all that familiar with it understands what we're talking about. We've represented people with a million dollars worth of hospital bills before they leave the hospital. At the end of their lifetime, there could be tens of millions of dollars, depending on how badly the injury is, how many surgeries you need, what kind of rehabilitation you need. So 
what the legislature and uh, Governor Whitmer did was they they handed the golden goose, a golden goose to the insurance companies and said, we're going to now give the citizens of the state of Michigan a choice. They're going to put it in their lap and say, okay, we're going to save you some money if you want to get rid of these unlimited, beautiful policies that we now have. And so you still have a choice for unlimited, but they're going to dissuade that, aren't they, Mark? So you, you mentioned in the beginning, people are going to be getting letters and the letters from the insurance companies are going to indicate that they can, the premiums can be reduced. So the step down coverages that we talked about. So for example, if you choose unlimited, it's a 10% reduction in the premium. So they're still going to save money if they pick unlimited or they're supposed to. Yes. But here is the real key that everybody needs to understand. The reductions that we're going to talk about are only related to the no-fault coverage. And the no-fault coverage of a policy is approximately 30%, 35% of the right. policy. Let's break this down for people who are not no-fault lawyers. So everybody's policy, everybody's auto policy, if you pulled it out, has two parts, right? Collision and this no fault, PIP, first party, economic coverages. So you got two, correct? Right. And we're also, we're also gonna talk about the liability coverage. Correct, but, okay, so you have three. Three. Okay, so you have three. I, I, so you have the, the liability, you have collision, and you have the PIP part. So the PIP part, the first party, that's what we're talking about that's changing. That is, whatever that money is on your policy, that's what they're talking about, saving 10, 20, 35%, not the other two. True. So it's gonna be smaller than most people think. You're not gonna save 20 or 35% on your entire policy. You're only gonna save 10, 20, 35% on the PIP portion of the policy. And in general, people think that they would save it on the whole policy. And people really need to understand this is not a huge savings. And something that I've talked about on this, on this podcast, I don't think anybody's gonna see any savings. I think the savings are a sham, a scam. We will be talking about it. We will be getting people's policies. But before we talk about the choices that people have, Mark, um, you taught me something before we went on the air. July 1st, a light switch doesn't necessarily go off that day. It depends on when your policy is up for renewal that matters, isn't that true? That's exactly right. So what the insurance companies are trying to do is send these letters so people change their coverages and reduce the coverages. I recommend that if you do change it on the day they send the letter, keep it unlimited, now you have the same coverage with 10% uh, reduction. So unlimited means unlimited. You could have $100 million worth of medical care and rehabilitation and the insurance companies pay it. And if somebody drops down to half a million dollars, does I assume that means that they're done after half a million dollars, after half a million dollars, uh, which is could be a couple surgeries, could be a couple week hospitalization. What happens when that money is exhausted? So there's really no option for the individual. At that point in time, they become responsible for it. 
they will have to apply for Medicaid or Medicare. It's ultimately going to go on the government, and the government, we pay the taxes, and, it, and it'll fall on us. But in that situation, what if that person has health insurance? So if there's health insurance, health insurance will continue to pay up until the coverage limits of the health insurance. Now, a lot of health insurance, like Blue Cross, may have a million dollars of coverage or $2 million of coverage. So, so that kick, kick, kicks in after the half a million in this example? So that's, a, that's an interesting question. In Michigan, you can, for a reduced premium, you can purchase coordinated coverage. Coordinated coverage makes your health insurance policy primary. The health insurance would pay for medical treatment relating to an automobile accident. If you purchase, and this is, again, under the old law. Under the new law, if... Uh, if you have health insurance, then, and you have coordinated coverage, health insurance would be primary. So health insurance would pay first and not the half a million dollars from the no-fault carrier. That's right, the half a million dollars would be co-pays, things the health insurance doesn't pay, et cetera. Okay, so the four real options people have are unlimited, 500,000, 250,000, and 50,000, true? There's actually two other ones, um, and the, but of the two, one of them's 250, and you can exclude people from it, but there's also an opt-out provision. So let's talk about the opt-out provision. In the opt-out provision, if you have um, qualified coverage, and I'm gonna put my glasses on for this. Go for it. You have Medicare, and anybody in your household is covered either under a health insurance plan um, or another PIP policy, then you can opt out. But here's the problem with opting out. So what if you lose that coverage? You're missing out on this really terrific no-fault benefit. And again, we're going to talk about the coverages. But if you choose unlimited, you are completely protected. Right. So we're going to say this a few times during this podcast. When that letter comes, do not change coverages. Stay unlimited. Stay unlimited at the time of your renewal. Find out how much money you're going to save. If you go down to half a million dollars, and I don't think you're going to be impressed, I think you're going to be pissed off, and you're going to want to stay with unlimited. Do you agree, Mr. Mendelson? No question about it, Mr. Morse. All right. So those are the options that people have. And that for right now, I mean, we're going to go through a few other minor changes. But but the, you know, the legislature, the governor, Mayor Duggan, everybody's talking about these massive savings when they when they were touting this bill and they were really excited about this bill. This wasn't a savings of twenty to fifty dollars a policy. They made it sound like auto insurance in Michigan, especially Detroit, is going to become affordable because of this law. Because if it wasn't going to become affordable because of this law, why would they get rid of the best coverage in the country unless it was going to make drastic reductions? And there's no way it's gonna make drastic reductions. In fact, there's been articles in the paper, you've heard the mayor, you've heard people talk about it, that this is not going to save most people any money, which makes this whole thing a scam, which makes this whole thing a gift for the insurance companies. 
So there's also two provisions that are important to bring up. If the insurance company shows that they, that they cannot reduce the premium and make a profit, which how are they gonna do that? They can actually appeal it and keep their premiums the same. Second thing is, this is only for eight years. At the end of eight years, they can charge whatever they want. Don't get me started. There's also an option called managed care. Is that gonna be right there that they could check managed care or is that gonna be something that's implemented later? So I wanna back up just for a second. So if you choose less than unlimited coverage, you're gonna to have to sign a form. So I very much encourage individuals who are talking to their agent, the agent is, gonna, is going to try to sell less than unlimited. So it's very important that you choose unlimited. But even more important than that, they're gonna ask you, and, I, and, and Michael, when I was young, I said to my insurance agent, what's the cheapest policy I can get? We probably all did. So the managed care option, and you and I have been doing this, but the reality is when someone gets in an automobile accident, they make a claim, ultimately some point their insurance company is gonna send them to their own doctor, their own doctor. The insurance company doctor. The insurance company doctor will say they don't need any other treatment, and then the insurance company is gonna stop paying. Well, when you talk about the managed care option for a reduced premium, so they'll give you a little deal on that, but now you have to treat with insurance company doctors. And you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna treat with insurance company doctors. Trust me. So if you, if you are hearing us, do not select the managed care option, the 50, the 250, 500 is gonna go by. If you have a catastrophic event, you're gonna be on Medicare or Medicaid. Um, it's gonna be a disaster. They've also changed the priorities for motorcycles, which is a little bit complicated because motorcycles, the way I'm reading this new law, Mark, is they really can't protect themselves in this situation. So it's another bad part of this law. If you're a motorcycle driver, um, and you have insured your motorcycle, like, which you're supposed to, the reality here is that insurance does not apply. What applies is the vehicle that hits you. So there's, there's five priorities, but the reality is that if the vehicle that hits you, the operator, the owner, has picked a $50,000 policy, and you as the motorcycle driver has, have picked unlimited, you have to take under the $50,000 policy. And we know that motorcycles, there's catastrophic injuries. Right. It's just another gift to the insurance companies against motorcycle drivers. If you're a motorcycle rider, you should absolutely be calling your state house representative, your senator, the governor's office and complain about this bill, learn more about it, look at our law firm's website. We have all kinds of materials and it's just a, a, a shame for motorcycle drivers and hopefully we'll get that thing repaired uh, in the act. Um, I also wanna talk about third party limits. So they're gonna have a choice 
Oh, as we always have a choice. So let's talk about third party. Third, third party is a liability limit. It is if you get into an automobile accident and you are at fault, your insurance company will pay or indemnify you up to the amount that you choose. So right now, the, the minimum you could buy is $20,000 or $40,000 for everybody in the vehicle. The new law is two hundred and fifty to $500,000, which is what they're supposed to recommend or place on your vehicle if they don't object and buy something less, like a $50,000 policy. So, you know, if you want to protect yourself, you're going to do what they recommend and have the two hundred and fifty slash five hundred thousand dollar liability policies or more on your cars to protect you in case, God forbid, you hurt somebody. Right? It's exactly right. So that's that's a new change, and you should always on your liability have at least two fifty, um, and if you can afford more you should get more. I wanna talk about uh, one more thing when it relates to third-party claims, automobile negligence claims. What we call uninsured motorists and underinsured motorists. Uninsured motorist is a coverage you can purchase, uh, and what that is, is if you're involved in an automobile collision with someone who does not have insurance, you can choose, or you can choose UM, uninsured motorist, and go after that amount of money on your own policy for your injuries because the at-fault driver didn't have any insurance. Under insurance is when the vehicle that hit you had insurance but does not have enough insurance to compensate you for your injuries. I very much encourage everybody to have the highest limits possible on both of those. Right, that's the way you can protect yourself against the idiot who's driving without insurance or very, very low limits. If you wanna protect yourself, you make sure your UM and your UIM coverages are high. All you need to do is write down UM and UIM and talk to your agents. And as long as we're on that subject about third party, if you don't have insurance and some drunk driver runs a red light and smashes into you in hurts you, you have zero recovery. You can't sue anybody, you can't get your medical bills paid, nothing. You are completely screwed. So make sure that your vehicles are insured. That part of the law has not changed and we've been dealing that with that for a while now. Um, if you do not choose enough coverage, your medical providers can claim money out of your own pain and suffering case. That's new to this law, isn't it? That's exactly right. So for example, and you had said some of our clients have millions of dollars, millions of dollars of medical bills before they even get out of the hospital. So assuming there's a, a 250 coverage, now the medical providers can actually seek money out of the automobile negligence claim to get paid and they can never do that. So imagine you choose a small amount of coverage, you have lots of medical bills, you in essence could lose your right to get any money in a third party automobile negligence claim. Another reason to have high coverages and what's this last one? If you do not choose enough coverage, you will be responsible to pay over the purchased coverage. Yeah. So this is really the most important thing. And we talked about this a little bit in the beginning. If you do not purchase unlimited and your medical bills go over the covered amount, the purchase amount, you are personally responsible for it. 
and we are going to see bankruptcies. We are going to see people losing everything. And I got to tell you, it's scary. And I am scared to, to really see what's going to happen to our clients. Which is a shame because we had the best. Governor Whitmer brokered a deal that really hurt every single driver in Michigan. And for what? I still can't figure it out. Um, I'm hoping that they'll change it when they see that the people aren't saving money and that the insurance company's got a massive gift. The last thing here, Mark, that, that I want to talk about and remind people, if you are in a car accident, the most important thing is honesty, right? We've seen people who don't tell the truth in whatever form to their insurance companies about like where they're housing vehicles or who's driving the vehicles, you know, the different addresses are being given. Those things are all really, really bad. They will move to have your policies thrown out. And as long as you're paying for the coverage, just be truthful and honest with your agent. Let them know where you live, where are you primarily driving, and you should be okay. The last thing you know, people always ask me about is how do I save money on my auto insurance? And you know, we've talked on this show about ways, but you know, what I'm seeing with with um, these insurance companies are you you need to only insure for what you're getting. If you're not driving your car very much, you should think consider garaging it and not paying for insurance on it. Do you have any other tips, Mark, for people who want to save money? on their premiums? I think that it's really important to not be, and again, I'm not great at quotes, penny wise, pound foolish. That's a, I think you got that right. And uh, I really encourage people to take this really seriously and purchase unlimited and don't purchase managed care and really pay attention I think it's a good I think it's a good point and the last one I'll make is shop around. Stay away from the state farms, stay away from the all states. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, people who have actually made claims and how they were treated. In my opinion, um, you know, you you want to go with the best company you can afford and I want you to keep us informed at the Open Mic Podcast at my law firm if you're saving money, if you're not saving money. We need to get this law changed back to the way it was, which I'm committed to do. It's gonna take some time, but we need stories to show that this was a big scam. So here, here. thank you, Mark, for coming on the Open Mic Podcast. It's much appreciated. Remember, unlimited no-fault benefits. That's your only real choice. Ask how much you're gonna save if you go down. If it's 20 bucks or 50 bucks, you're not gonna be happy if you're in a catastrophic collision. Um, take our 50 plus years of uh, working on this No Fault Act here in Michigan um, as, as free advice today for you. Um, thank you for watching our podcast. If you found this useful, please share it with family, friends, like it, subscribe to our YouTube channel or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you and stay safe out there. You never know who you're going to see. I'd be one guy one-on-one -on -one my whole career. It's timing. It's right for time. the clenching goal to bring the trophy back. What you're going to hear. You got a lot of desperate people in the city. They're desperate because they don't have opportunity. 
or what they've got to say. When you can take people inside of a crime, show them things they wouldn't normally see. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That's what you're going to hear on my podcast, Open Mic. Find it where you find your podcasts.